You're listening to Got 'em Coach, the show that brings sneakerheads and ball players together. Now, here's your host with over 200 pairs of sneakers, Tyrone Smith. Yeah. 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 Check this out, man. I am not in the greatest of moods right now. Let me tell you what happened to me today. First of all, the the warm weather is back in Michigan. It's a it's a beautiful day to be a Michigander. You know, it was the temperatures was nice today. You know, the sun was out, the birds was chirping, you know, literally and figuratively. You know, the birds in the sky and the birds on the ground. Giggity. But um let me tell you what happened to me today. First off, I went and caught me another pair of heat. That's that's what that's four pair of heat this month. You'll be able to check that out on this month's edition of Don't Don't Jock My Kicks. If you are a five dollar patron, you can go ahead and check that out. But if you're not, man, you might as well go ahead and support the hustle and go ahead and do that five dollar backing on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash exclusive breakdown. Go ahead and do that for your boy. It's greatly appreciated. But I went and went ahead and caught me another pair of heat. And I got some more heat coming to the crib tomorrow. So it's a beautiful day for me, the sneakerhead that I am. But we're not here to talk about the heat. Even though the heat, you know, it's a, it's a nice heat. But you'll you have to check that out. I mean, if you follow me on the Snap, you probably already seen it. If you don't follow me on the Snap, you'll have to check it out on the um on the episode of Don't Drop My Kicks. And if you don't follow me on the Snap or you're not a patron to check out Don't Drop My Kicks, then you just won't know what I got until I tell you, which will be in June, if I tell you then. But let's get back to this day. So I went and got me some heat, you know what I'm saying? Then I went to uh, Auntie Anne's. I got me a pretzel dog combo, you know what I'm saying, with the hot salsa cheese and the and the blueberry lemonade. I'm, I'm, I'm living good right now. I'm living good, you know. I'm looking good, you know, healthy and all that, you know what I'm saying, you know. I, I wore the wave cap today because, you know, I didn't wear it. I didn't wear it this morning. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the the waves was all over the place a little bit. So, you know, I got to I got to tame that down, you know, so nothing, nothing too crazy and nothing like that. But, um, you know, I got my heat. I got my I got my pretzel dogs. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know, decided to drive home, um, you know, see a couple people this day and the third, whatever, whatever. And um, no, before I went to see a couple people that whatever um, I what did I do? What did I do? Oh. I drove to the city, you know, because I was bored. I ain't, I ain't had nothing to do, you know what I'm saying? I cleaned the car out. You know, the car was a little dirty. Put air in the tires because I ain't had that much air in the tires. Um, so, you know, I did all that. You know, I actually missed the draft. Uh, shout out to my Phoenix Suns. We'll, we'll get a little more in-depth with them a little later on in the show. But, you know, um, shout out to them boys. They got the first overall pick. Hopefully, they do something right with it, you know, because I get tired of ranting and raving about Phoenix. And I got I get tired of looking crazy talking about Phoenix, you know, talking about how they how they gonna be one of the up and coming teams, you know. They gotta prove something in this draft. They got two picks coming. They got the first pick and they got the 16th pick. So you know they go they gonna have to do something crazy, do something nice with those two picks, man. I get a little more in depth of where who I think is gonna go where it is that and the third whatever whatever. So back to my day. So, uh, you know, after I cleaned the car out, you know, I decided to take a little ride. You know, a little ride in uh, Hamtramck, for those who don't know. That's a city inside of Michigan. If you're not a Michigander listening to this show. If you are a Michigander, y'all already know how petty, 
Hamtramck police are this, that, and the third. Um, and I'm pretty sure if you if you if you listen in in other areas within the United States, I'm pretty sure you have that one particular police department that is extra petty. Um, they'll pull you over for any little thing that they can. So I'm in Hamtramck. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm listening to this Royster 5.9 CD, which is a really, really good CD. I would really recommend that you check that out. I bet you've been listening to some Heat lately. I'm not a fan of Jim Jones. I, I didn't like how he kind of snaked his way in that whole cam, 50 Cent beef. But Wasted Talent is a very dope CD. Very dope CD. But Royster 5.9 CD is probably one of the best I've heard in, in a while. You know, I don't really listen to CDs like that. I thought Rolling Collins was, was dope. <laughs> so that kind of tells you where my where my taste in music is in terms of how, how I listen to it is that and the third. So I'm bumping down the street and listening to uh to the homie Royster 5.9. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to, uh I can't think of the song I was listening to. I think it was Bob Bloat. Bob Bloat. Featuring J. Cole. Dope song. Dope song. So... I'm coming down Joseph Kampu, which is a street in Hamtramck, and I stop at the stoplight. And I see the police officer. He's not paying me no attention, so I'm chilling. You know, I'm chilling at the stoplight, bopping to the music, this, that, and the third, whatever, whatever. As soon as the light hits green, and I go to accelerate to go down the street and continue on with my driving, woo, bruh. I know I'm not getting pulled over by the police after accelerating from the stop sign. I mean, yeah, the stop sign. No, the stop sign. The stop light. So I'll pull over or whatever. He says, so you know you was doing 40 in the 25. Bruh, how do you know what I was doing when my car is right there? It's coming straight down and your car all the way down there. How are you able to dictate what my speed was just off of that? And ain't no way in... H-E double hockey sticks. I'm accelerating 40 miles in two seconds in my little Malibu coming off of the stoplight. There's no way. So I'm like, all right, whatever, because you know, you are we already know what the what the situation is with the police, this, that, and the third. I'm not trying to be one of those statistics. So, you know, one of the best things I always learned is you know, you don't argue or go back and forth with them. You kind of go with the motions, whatever, whatever. Luckily, I'm not one of those petty dudes who ride around with bogus insurance and who don't ride, who ride around with suspended license. I don't have any warrants or anything of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm on snap like him. Traffic police petty. Ha ha ha. We all laugh. Giggle, giggle. Ha ha ha. Shame on me. So they come back with the ticket. $140. All right. That's nothing. We'll get that taken care of in a couple days. Because that's what you do when you grind, baby. You, you able to, you able to. Take care of situations like this. You know, you don't have to worry about, you know, where the where the bread gonna come from to take care of this situation. But it just made me think of how petty Hamtramck is. When I'm in Detroit, I don't have these problems. When I'm in the suburbs, I don't have these problems. But when I get to Hamtramck, they always messing with me. Even when I have my old car, they will always pull me over for my tail light. Like 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 Hamtramck in, in Highland Park, which is another city in Detroit, it's just like they're they're like the pettiness of all petty. You know what I'm saying? They they waiting for you to slip up one wrong turn, one skirt on the on the freeway, on the on the side streets or whatever, and they and they pouncing on it because we already know. Some of y'all don't know because y'all are out of town listeners. But some of y'all who are in Detroit or who lived in Detroit or visited Detroit or been in Detroit for a couple years, this, that, and the third, y'all already know that they go and do what they do. 
and they will pull you over for the littlest things they will pull you over for the pettiest things that they can this that and the third whatever whatever so i had to deal with that so my good day <laughs> of buying heat and all of that and finding out that my phoenix Suns got the first pick in the draft was turned into a petty day by the Hamtramck police. Now I got a $140 speeding ticket that I got to take care of. That's tough. <laughs> o- on speeding that, I don't even legit know that I w- if, if, if I was really speeding or if he was just, if you just seen me with my do-rag on, bump, bumping my rap music in a white car, in a white newer car, and he just decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to pick on that guy just because. You know, you never know. Anyways, now that y'all know how my day went, uh... What do I want to talk about first? Uh, first off, because I think it's been what two weeks since I last talked to y'all. Um, so I gave y'all predictions in the playoffs, and I went two for four in my predictions, which is very, very disgusting. If you are, well, no, that's fifty percent. You know, that's in basketball, fifty percent is a is a good shooting percentage. But you know, um, first off, let's talk about Toronto. Toronto. Toronto has disappointed me beyond disappointment can disappoint me. And and I say that with the sincerity of all sincerity. Um, I really have faith in these raptors. I have faith in these dinosaurs, these baby dinosaurs. And they let me down, man. But you know what? That just goes to show you how great LeBron is. Because LeBron put in work. I had no expectations of Toronto, I mean, of Cleveland winning this series. I thought they was going to make it tough, maybe take it to six games. And I kind of expected what I expect, what I expected in the Washington series. They was going to take two at home. They was going to lose two on the road. They was going to take one at home. They was going to find a way to, to grind it out in Cleveland to take the series. But it didn't happen like that. Um, they were up. By a lot of points in the game one and just fought it, just 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 choked. Valanchunas missed close layups and just and and you knew at that point that they were gonna lose that game and they ultimately lost. Game two they got destroyed. You know, they Cleveland laid the smackdown on them. You know, LeBron, Kevin Love, Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver is probably the only guy in the NBA I know right now that when he comes off of the screen and he gets the ball and he shoots it. Nine times out of ten, I think that shot is going to go in. I don't have that faith in anybody else. But when Kyle Corver shoots the ball, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going in. Yeah, that's going in. And when he misses, like, dang, he missed that? Oh, man, he missed that? So, Kyle Corver is the only person I really see me having that kind of faith in. And he's going to make every shot that he takes. But, game three. Toronto played like crap in the first half. And they came back in the second half. And they ultimately won by... No, no. Cleveland won by LeBron James heroics, and he just kind of nonchalantly just, it was just, it was wild. And then that fourth game, I watched that at Applebee's, and I was just so embarrassed. I'm like, bro, I don't even want to watch this crap no more. I'm so disappointed. I was going to do a whole montage of how Toronto made me mad and made me look foolish because I legit had them going to the NBA Finals. But you know what? I'm just not going to waste my time. I'm I'm just not going to waste my time on these Raptors. They've, they've done enough. They done enough to me already, um. So we're not gonna discuss these uh, Toronto Raptors at all. So we're just gonna leave it at that. So, um, Cleveland goes on. They go on. They're playing Boston right now. Boston and Philly. 
Another surprise, but you know what? Shout out to Brad Stevens, man. You you can't take away from what this man is doing as the coach of the Celtics. Like he's he's legit got these boys playing at a high effective level right now. You can't take that away, you know, because they're they're doing exactly what they need to do. But we we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves, man. Let's let's go ahead. I gotta I gotta intro this show. See, I went ahead and I went and started this like twelve minutes and eight seconds into the show, and I'm already talking crazy. I'm already talking about what I'm what I need to talk about. But um, but I just need I just kind of want y'all to get the the the, the backstory of uh where I'm getting ready to go into this episode. Hopefully, I'm not gonna be too long within this episode because you know after I record it, I still gotta edit it. <laughs> so we I don't know how long that's gonna take, and it really. It's contingent on how long I um how long I record and talk and all this other stuff. So we're gonna try to keep it short and sweet, short and simple. So I'll give y'all something to talk about. And so when we come on in the next episode, and I promise, I promise next week is gonna be different. But before I intro this episode, I need to let y'all know that the exclusive breakdown will be re-debuting itself next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, and we're doing an episode about Star Wars. Don't ask me how that came about. I really wanted to do an episode about Star Wars because I know nothing about the series. So I got my homie coming in. He's going to help me maneuver my way into possibly maybe watching an episode of Star Wars. Because all I know right now about Star Wars is what I see from Family Guy. And that's not the good representation of what you would want to know about a series like that, an iconic series like that. So we're we're gonna we're gonna get it together, man. So uh, exclusive breakdown episodes will be coming. So that means that the patron page will be a little more indefinite and live and things like that. I'm trying to get more and more involved. Try to get my series going, my sneaker talk, um, different series that I got in mind. I'm still want to do my Q and A, so I'm think I'm still going to do that. So you know, it's just a matter of um. You know, finding the time, you know, between, you know, being a content creator and, you know, being, you know, the CEO of a of an up and coming media company and, you know, having to do apparel and all that other good stuff. So, you know, bear with me to all my 12 patrons out there right now. Bear with me. You know, it's, it's coming. You know, it's coming. Things that I said I was going to do. I promise I got y'all. Don't even worry about it, man. Don't even worry about it. But uh, let's get into this episode, man. Like I said, I lost I lost count after I did the free episodes and started to put them back on <laughs> platforms such as iTunes and all that. So, I don't know what number this is. If y'all are a faithful listener, y'all know what number this is. I don't know what number this is, but we'll just go ahead and we'll just say episode number shoe cleaner of the show. I ain't got nothing clever to say today. Let's just get straight into this, man. Got him, coach. Yes, yes, yes. Now I'm your host, Tyrone Smith, a.k.a. Ron 2 Exclusive, a.k.a. Mr. Hustle Bandit, a.k.a. Mr. Sneaker Bandit, a.k.a. Four Point Island, lock him up, row. a.k.a. Daytona 360, alive and in the flesh. Y'all already know what I come to do. It shouldn't even be no question at this point. If y'all listen enough, I mean, we've been a year straight into this. Y'all should already know what I come to do. It shouldn't even be a question. But I come to give y'all that y'all that Dylan diligent hot fire. That H E A T heat. Y'all already know how it go. All right, so check this out, man. Before we get into any festivities of, of of the series that's going on, the series, the the conference finals have begun. Um, so I kind of give you my notes and annotations of what I what I prepped and said, what I thought was going to happen, and kind of break it down what, what's happened. 
currently um before we get into that it's a couple things that i really want to get into that i feel is imperative that i get into first of all let's talk about the nba draft um the nba draft was of course today tomorrow or a couple days ago depending on when you decide to listen to this episode just know it was tuesday may 15th 2018 that's all you need to know so the draft has come upon us and we have finished the draft lottery um my detroit pistons once again have let me down i'm so disappointed in them um they always let me down when it comes to stuff like this and it just makes me disappointed to know that um i am a fan i'm not necessarily a fan of the pistons but just to know that you know that's that's the team that i have to root for as a um detroiter so um they lost their pick they lost their pick to the clippers uh via the blake griffin trade that had transpired um the clippers will pick 12th and 13th so shout out to the clippers for uh kind of finessing the pistons <laughs> into taking a player uh who is very injury prone the pistons are a very injury prone team right now and you can't take that away when if, if healthy and that's a big if um they could be they can they can do some damage but you just don't know the health between reggie jackson and, and and blake griffin and all that you don't know what you really gonna get so you you can't you can't really you know count on the pistons being there i mean unless they can make some moves maybe get kimball walker in the in the fold this then the third you know what i'm saying it'll 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 be it'll be interesting so enough on them um first let's talk about cleveland cleveland as you know they're playing in the eastern conference finals now they have the eighth pick via brooklyn via the um isaiah thomas trade via the paul pierce kevin garnett trade this is a good move for cleveland depending on how they decide to go with it you don't really you don't necessarily know what the team is going to look like if uh if they continue to play like this and get swept which could be a possibility but we're not going to go that far into that into the episode uh, so they got the eighth pick the eighth overall pick in the draft um they can go small forward uh they they have a they have a lot of glaring needs they got they need a point guard they need a shooting guard <laughs> they need a small forward they need a, a capable center you know what i'm saying like they, they 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 need a couple things right but we're not gonna talk about that right now because you know they're still in the fold of you know possibly going to the championship so we, we we don't have to we don't have to talk about cleveland right now but they got the eighth pick which is good for them for the possible uh rebuilding uh phase that they they're, they're gonna have to go through so now that we got that out the way let's talk about the first three picks because all the other picks really don't matter it really don't matter at this point so you got phoenix number one you got Sacramento number two, and you have Atlanta number three. So let's talk about Atlanta and what they need. So it's going to be interesting with Atlanta, right? They have a very unbalanced roster. Um, they let go of Mike Budenholzer this uh, this year. Uh, they decided to part ways after five seasons, of which you know Budenholzer had them in the playoffs just about every year except for the previous year that just passed um including the conference finals trip the 60 win team four all-stars this that and the third so um they're going into a rebuilding phase and uh 
right now mock drafts early mock drafts because you know that's that's what people do they have to put together these mock drafts to you know let them know who's going where so early mock draft has marvin bagley the third going to duke going to duke what the heck marvin bagley the third from duke going to atlanta now that's going to be interesting in the fact that they already have john collins who they stole in last year's draft and who had a pretty good rookie year so that's going to be interesting to see how that works so sacramento Sacramento um, is projected to take Luka Doncic, the uh, player from overseas, with the second pick. Now this could be interesting for Phoenix, Phoenix because Phoenix just signed, just picked up a new coach. I'm not gonna pronounce his name because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna butcher it and I'm gonna butcher it very, very horribly, very horribly. Um, but he was the assistant in Utah and he was also a part, a assistant coach for the. Western Conference teams of Phoenix that played in 2008 and 2013 and he has very high connections to Luka Doncic so this could possibly be a, a, a landing spot for Phoenix just because of recognition and he could possibly know how to use Luka Doncic in a, in a very good position now he's a 6'8 shot creator who can play point guard and when you look at Phoenix team when you look at Phoenix team right now, they don't have a, a, a player who can play guard, a, a point guard. Alfred Payton, as I previously stated in other episodes, he's a serviceable backup point guard who could potentially give you good numbers if the starting point guard was out of the mix and you needed somebody to step in and kind of play that role. But I don't think Alfred Payton at this point in his career is a legitimate starting guard for a team he's a guy who probably is best coming off the bench giving you quality minutes six man minutes off the bench uh for a team so when you look at phoenix team they have a lot of talent in a, in, in, a, in a lot of different places you know they got the shooting guard spot locked up with devin booker you know they got a, a plethora a plethora of small forwards in forwards in general, when you talk about Josh Jackson, TJ Warren, Dragon Bender, uh, Marquise Chris, um, um, to name a few, there's some more I'm pretty sure I'm not missing out on. Now, they do need power forward center, but like I said, they got Bender and Chris, you know, they're still young, so they can still kind of find their way. Center, maybe so. You have Alex Lynn, but you really don't know if they're going to keep him around. He's kind of been inconsistent at best. Uh, he's shown potential to be one of the better uh, up-and-coming big men, but then he'll have games where it's like, how was he drafted within the first 10 picks of the draft that he came out of so deandre deandre ayton is a is a very good possibility a guy who averaged 20 and 11 when he played in arizona but who is mirrored with scandal right now um as we all know he is a part of that hundred thousand dollar scandal that uh arizona is currently going through which caused uh shaq's son to uh leave decommit from arizona so that's something to think about. Phoenix, Phoenix has an interesting uh, decision here. Now they, they have to go. Do they do they decide to go with the 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 six eight guard and Don Chicks and possibly pick up a big man with their other pick, or do they go with the the, the surefire um, Aiton and maybe go guard with the other with the other pick, the other sixteen pick? Because right now CBS has. Um, Don, no, Aiden going first, and then they have 
Phoenix picking up Lonnie Walker the fourth from Miami. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see how uh, Phoenix does this. Phoenix has two picks; they cannot mess this up. I have so much faith. Phoenix, do not let me down, bro. I got so much faith in y'all, boys, man. I got so much faith in y'all. Don't let me down, baby. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. <laughs> but um, draft, man. NBA draft. I always wonder because a lot of teams tank. You know, just to have the possibility of doing more ping pong balls. And I just wonder, like, they have to do away with that. Like, I feel like they shouldn't have it to where the, the, the worst team in the league gets the most ping pong balls and the most opportunity and the number one pick. This is how I say do it. You put those 14 teams, you put them in the ping pong thingy thing, and you shake that joint up, and you pick from there. And that means that if you are the number, if you if you tank on purpose to get the most ping pong balls, then you you re, you regret your decision. You know what I'm saying? So just take 14 balls, shake it up real good, and y'all you pick from that. You know, and everybody has everybody has an equal shot. That's how I look at it. That's how I think. That's how that's how I think it should go. Like I don't feel like the worst team should have the most ping pong balls because teams are intentionally tanking for the opportunity to have the most ping pong balls, and it's not fair to 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 the fan base. You know, you want you if you're the NBA, you want you want fans to come to the games. If you're owners, you want fans to come to the games so you can have more revenue. This, that, and the third, and. Fans are gonna want to come to trash. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them Philly fans, cause they they um they uh you know they they went at it for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like they they really trusted the process, and the process was able to uh you know get them at least to the second round. So that's how I feel, man. But shout out to them Phoenix Suns for finally getting the first pick, the first time in history. Hopefully they don't blow this. Hopefully they don't they don't pick Dumbango Jingango from Congo who was projected as a second round pick I don't know who Diango Gibango is I just made him up in my head as I was talking right now so don't mind me but there has been instances Michael Oliver Candy uh, Anthony Bennett where guys who clearly wasn't number one overall players were picked number one overall and you know the franchise lived to regret those decisions uh, accordingly so shout out to them Phoenix Suns once again now I talked about Stan Van Gundy. Uh, I don't think I, I think I put him in my notes, but I think I was gonna talk about that somewhere else. But Stan Van Gundy got fired. Um, and initially, I had asked the question if Stan Van Gundy should be a president and coach, both or none. And apparently, the Pistons think he should be none. Um, I think the dual role puts a lot of pressure on 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 the person. Um, Tibbs still does it in Minnesota. Popovich, he still does it in San Antonio. But I think overall, you gotta have you gotta have that moxie. And I think Van Gunny had that moxie. I mean, he just had a lot to overcome in Detroit. Like, uh, let's not forget that Detroit before he got there was eight and twenty-three. I mean, they were eight and twenty-three his first year there. They released Josh Smith. They played five hundred ball. Then they pick up Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson proved to be a capable guard who could lead a team. They make it to the playoffs. Now. We ask, is Reggie Jackson uh, is, is Reggie blah, ugh, is Reggie Jackson a bust, or maybe he's just a downfall of you know just being injured all the time? 
because with Reggie Jackson in the lineup, the Pistons are one of the better teams. Like with Reggie Jackson and Blake Griffin both in the starting lineup, the Pistons was 84. With Reggie Jackson, they were 27 and 18 or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So like the Pistons are the Pistons are capable are a capable squad when Reggie Jackson plays. It's just a matter that he hasn't played. So with that being said. Um, it's gonna be an interesting offseason for the Pistons. They have to sign a coach. They don't have a first round pick, which means they'll be picking in the second round. Um, they had to sign a coach, they have to sign a president. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Isaiah Thomas possibly coming in, which I think would be an absolute disaster. Because Isaiah Thomas sounds good on TV, but we all know his track record hasn't been the best in terms of being the president of any basketball operation, even though he did was the one who drafted Tracy McGrady and then promptly let him go to Orlando but that's besides the point head coach wise uh, Fisdale went to New York which is a good move for them a very solid move for them it, it, could they be possibly gearing up for LeBron um, a LeBron tirade in New York I, I couldn't think of the word so tirade was the first the first word that can come to my mind um, I say that because LeBron respects Fisdale very very much and at the end of the day, I feel like if you could get people in there that LeBron respects and and, and, and has a, a rapport with, he'll want to, you know, rock out with your team heavy, which means that Cleveland really doesn't have a chance at this point. And with Fisdale going to New York, um, J.B. Bickerstaff is a Minnesota, not a Minnesota, a Memphis Grizzly. Um... I don't know how I feel about that. I think that it, I think that clearly shows clear where you build. I mean, JB Bickerstaff is a capable, solid coach. Um, I haven't really seen him in terms of a uh, you know being a full time coach. I've only seen him in the interim when he was an interim in um, Houston. I mean, and he still was able to lead those guys to 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 success. So. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what JB Bickerstaff is able to do with the uh with the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis, Memphis is gonna be in a interesting position. Um, they're gonna be rebuilding clearly, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. So you know you you will want to bring a coach in who you know you can kind of trust through the process of your rebuilding stage. I think JB Bickerstaff maybe has proven that he could be that coach that you know ownership is gonna be able to give a little leeway to and let him kind of do his thing. Let him kind of mold the Memphis Grizzlies into the newer Memphis Grizzlies kind of get away from maybe maybe getting away from the grit and grind and kind of doing something else to where they can be a successful team in the West but you got to think about the West the West gonna have so many up and coming teams in it that I mean it may be interesting and you know you have to have a lot of patience and not only that front office but then that fan base to to trust that process in Memphis so it remains to be seen um, Dave Pierce, I think that's the dude's name, it signs with the Atlanta Hawks as their new head coach. I don't really know too much about him, so I can't really say too much. Um, apparently, he's going to be coming in. He's going to be practicing. He's going to be teaching defense, telling them guys that they need to play defense. And, I mean, no, every coach isn't that every coach philosophy if your name ain't Mike D'Antoni. So, <laughs> you know, best of luck to uh, Pierce as he begins that new journey in Atlanta. So, I mean, like I said, it's, it's a lot of different coaching things going on. Hopefully, as a Detroit native and a, and a kind of a Pistons fan, uh, you know, they're able to, you know, make the right choice for not only the president of basketball operations, but their head coach. So, yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about, you know, what? let's talk. 
I don't even want to talk about the the, <laughs> the second round of the playoffs because I'm so disappointed. We're just gonna talk about these uh these conference finals, man. Um, and let me just give y'all my uh my my take on this Boston Cleveland series. This is very very. I wouldn't even say it's surprising. Like I think I think it's gonna go six or seven. And I think initially I have the Cavs in six. Um, mainly my reason for picking the Cavs in six is I look at Cleveland as a team, right? And I look at Boston as a team. Um, Boston is better, maybe not by that much, but they're they they they're kind of a little better than the Cavs. Um, but LeBron is just like a whole nother like LeBron could play like five, four different players. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that 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 puts I think that I, to me that's what put Cleveland over the top for me. Um, like I said, I had Indiana in seven. Um, LeBron, he played well, but I think George Hill and, and Kevin Love stepping up and those guys, that those guys won that series for them. In the second round, Kevin Love stepped up and he played big uh, against that Raptors team, taking them down in the post, you know, bullying them down in the post. Um, trade Serge Ibaka immediately if you're Toronto. Five points and four rebounds in the series is unacceptable, especially with all the money that he's making. It's going to be interesting what Toronto does. Um, they fired Dwayne Casey. Uh, so, you know, you have, to, you have to think they would probably want to go within you know, maybe their coaching staff, Jerry Stackhouse, is a valuable candidate. Uh, he's the D League coach who uh, who's doing very, very well, moving up the ranks. Possibly could be the coach of the Pistons. He played there at one point in time. Um, but Toronto seven season, I think they just needed a, a voice, man, a new voice, a new voice, a new leader, a, a new a new guide, a new guidance, and I think they're gonna find that with their next coach. But back to LeBron, LeBron. He dominated that Cavs team, but he got help from Kevin Love. And then now it's just like with this Celtics team, it's just like I think Brad Stevens is just kind of putting him in, you know, puts their his players in the best positions to be able to succeed and be able to do things that they need to do. You know what I'm saying? So I look at I look at this Boston team and they're they're really, really impressing me right now. Marcus Moore balled out game one and LeBron James went to work game two. He scored 21 points in the first quarter. That's crazy. 42 points in the game and he had a triple double. And the team only scored. Let me make sure I get this correct before I say it because LeBron scored 42 points. The team itself scored 94 points. So that means he's had a little under half of the team's points, but he had the majority of the team's points. Um, it's interesting. I think it's going to be so interesting to see what goes forward. I think Cleveland rebounds these next two games at home. I think just because of home court advantage and Boston hasn't been the best um, on the road in the playoffs. Um, so I think Cleveland can rebound and make this a series once again, but it's just going to be interesting to see how that goes. Now, Houston and Golden State. Houston and Golden State. Um, I I had Houston in seven, but the way they played last night, well, the other night, was kind of not what I expected. I mean, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant went crazy. He scored thirty-seven points. Um, Clay had twenty-eight. Steph had eighteen. I mean, I look at this. I look at this series like Draymond is playing center. I feel like Clint Capella, even though Draymond is a good player defensively i feel like uh, capella can eat down there um my 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 guys my x factors for this series trevor ariza pj tucker luke and bomb um play like trash 
<laughs> can't get no can't get no simpler than that. They play like trash. Kevin Durant had 38 points. Turbo Leeds had a, a plus minus a minus five. PJ Tucker had a plus minus a minus eight. And Luka Bamute had a plus minus a minus 14, which means that when they were on the court, they were getting work. They, they had work done to them. You know what I'm saying? Chris Paul had 23 and 11. James Harden had 41 and seven assists. So let's say that Houston does lose. Can you can you can you knock Chris Paul and James Harden? I mean, I mean, I guess you could. I mean, you, you know, you you were the number one seed. I mean, I guess you would still have to hold some accountability. Huh. Accountability, bruh. Accountability. There we go for your losses. So I mean, I think you would still have to hold some kind of accountability for that. Um, but you know what? They're playing like they don't want to lose. So the other guys, they gonna have to step up. Like I said, those four guys: Capella, Ariza, Tucker, and Bamute. Those are my X factors in this series. I feel like they have to play way better than they did. Quick Capella had a, a plus minus a minus three. He only had six rebounds. You know. You let Draymond out rebound you, and you have a couple inches on him. So I mean, that's just that's unacceptable. Um, you got to get that together. So, with all that being said, with all that being said, I have Boston. No, I had Cavs in six, Houston in seven. Um, if I go 0 for two in this, I mean, you know what? <laughs> that's just what it is. That's the that's the one thing about being in this type of media is when you're right, you look genius. Um, and when you wrong, I mean, some of the things don't go the way that you expect them to. And when you're wrong, I mean, you look crazy. <laughs> and, and and to say that I've been looking, I've been 50% on all of my predictions so far. Like I went four for eight in the first round, two for four in the second round. Hopefully I go one for two in the third round. Uh, so I went 50% in all of my predictions so far. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Maybe I go zero percent this time. That's the way it's looking right now. But you know, Houston and uh, Golden State they play tonight because it is technically Wednesday. So they'll play tonight, and uh, hopefully, uh, Houston will pull out the dub. Maybe they'll make some adjustments. Actually, play a little bit of defense. Act like they care to play some defense, and um, they'll pull out the W. So we'll see how that goes, man. Um, what else? Bro, I think that's it, man. I know. Like I said, I ain't really want to be too long in my episode today. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it ain't really, it ain't really too much for me to be talking about right now, man. I'm still debating right now, um, cause I, I was supposed to be, I, I, I had plans on going to, oh, going to Vegas for summer league to, you know, get some coverage down there, let y'all know what it's like down there. This, that, and the third. But I really want to go to the draft, so I'm still debating on which one I want to go to. If both, probably not both, but one. Um. Vegas Summer League is right around my birthday, so that's the reason I really wanted to go and it makes sense, you know, to go down there. But you know, that'd be work. So, you know, I, I will I would rather my birthday to, you know, that birthday week to kind of chill and, you know, buy shoes and eat all the fried chicken wings and calamari I can uh, that I can that I can stomach. But um, you know, I would really want to enjoy that experience. So maybe I'll you know, maybe I'll do maybe I will go to both. So, you know, I'm still trying to figure out how to uh how to finagle this finagle this out of out of the possibility because i really want to go to the draft i want to see what my phoenix suns do that's crazy i'm from detroit and you know i root for the suns but this phoenix man like i said phoenix has so much potential and and, and for for the loyal listeners y'all already know how i feel about phoenix y'all I go into my epic rants about the suns this then the third whatever whatever so um we'll figure that out man lebron james keep doing your thing man you 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 out there balling man hopefully uh 
hopefully this calf season don't end ugly and uh you automatically take your talents somewhere else i mean there's a lot of talk about where he possibly could be going and if i'm lebron i, I want to stay in the east i'm most definitely staying in the east and if i'm staying in the east i'm going to philly simple as that i'm going to philly I'm going to Philly. Philly has so much leverage right now because the team is young. A lot of the players are still on rookie deals. Um, and they got cap room. So if they really wanted to go out and they wanted to make a splash, they could definitely go out there and make a splash and, and be some big-time players. Paul George is out there. So I talk about Paul George coming off, coming from OKC with 47 uh, shot per game, Wessel Westbrook, and maybe being the man in uh, Philadelphia. Um that's going to be interesting to think about with Joel Embiid since he's so uh, vocal. But I think it'll work. Um, and then I read a report that LeBron wants to play more off the ball. So, you know, you think about it. Ben Simmons, you know, he's the primary ball handler in Philly. You know, LeBron can work off the ball, kind of do his thing. Look, if James Harden and Chris Paul can make it work, I can see where LeBron James and Ben Simmons can make it work. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like what they did in, in Houston where... Where they kind of start the game off for, you know, five, six, seven minutes, or however, whatever the case may be. James Harden gets his period with the team. Uh, Chris Paul gets his period with the team. And, you know, they kind of go like that. I can see where they both start off. LeBron James gets his uh, time with the team. Ben Simmons gets his time with the team. And, you know, they kind of they kind of switch it out like that. So I think it could work. A lot of people saying it can't work, you know, because Ben Simmons and LeBron is kind of like the same player. But what they don't, what I, what I see is I see LeBron, he's so unselfish. And he can kind of not have to be the primary guy. And where, because right now in Cleveland, he's the primary guy. Like, he has to take all the shots. He has to do everything for his team to have a chance to win by three. You know what I'm saying? Well, when you go to a team where everybody on the team is so talented and everybody has special talents that maybe you haven't played with, never played with, like, has LeBron legit ever played with a dominant center that wasn't Shaquille O'Neal coming off of his prime prime and going into old trash Neal? Um, has he ever played with a legitimate point guard, power forward, however you wanna, however you wanna label, who can handle the ball and who who can take that ball handling pressure off of LeBron? You gotta think about stuff like that. You know, maybe maybe this can be the best thing for LeBron to maybe further his career, maybe chase that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar number, maybe chase those championships. Um, so that's something to think about, man. That's something that you definitely would have to think about. And then there's LA, you know, just the just the aura of LA. But I, I think as long as LeVar has his say so on the team, mainly because Lonzo's there, and there's a possibility that Leangelo is it Leangelo? Yeah, Lamelo's the youngest. Leangelo could be there, maybe yeah, via a, uh, a a signing, a, a undrafted signing, or maybe a second round pick, this, that, and the third, or whatever the case may be. As long as Lavar has his voice within that Laker organization, I don't think LeBron will will go there. Um, so Philly would probably be the best choice for LeBron or, or Houston, but you know they have to gut that team for, for to to get Chris Paul and LeBron James because I think that's the best way it, it'll work. Somebody's gonna have to make the sacrifice. I think Chris Paul will make the sacrifice. LeBron's been making sacrifices for years. Pretty sure he's gonna want to get he's gonna want to get his. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's something to think about. Um, Detroit, get y'all act together, man. Y'all, it's gonna be an interesting offseason for y'all, man. Y'all could possibly, y'all could possibly make some moves. Um, y'all ain't got no cap room to really make no moves. 
so y'all gonna have to be strategic in the way you add uh, pieces to this team. You got a second round pick. Um, nice to be seen. I mean, it's time for these young guys to step up. Step up. Luke Kennard got to step up. Stanley Johnson got to step up. Henry Ellison got to step up. These guys got to step up. Business want a legit chance, man. Uh, trade, maybe trade Reggie Jackson. Uh, or let Reggie Jackson kind of work his way out. For Reggie Jackson, you got to realize that you're not Russell Westbrook, bro. Which means you can't take 25, 26 shots a game. Which means you can't hold the ball for seven, for 17, 18, 19, 20 seconds in, in the shot clock and turn the ball over a brick of shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Pistons legit have pieces, man. You know, I mean... We got to see what Blake is going to be able to do. Andre got to kind of get out of his feelings sometimes, you know, and, you know, just play ball, you know, just just be aggressive, you know, continue to t attack the offensive rebounds, get better with the free throws, you know, develop some time, some kind of post move to where defenders will, will, will respect them. I mean, that's all that is, man. Um, as I continue to ramble on, who else can I ramble on about? Uh, Toronto. I mean, I already rambled on about Toronto, so I ain't got nothing else to say about them. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, shoot, I can't think of nobody else. Uh, uh, Portland, Portland, man, y'all. I don't know, y'all, y'all, y'all got an interesting thing, man. Do y'all trade Dame uh, CJ? I think Dame's been the, uh, the face of the franchise. He's been loyal to the franchise. I don't think you trade him. Maybe you trade CJ, get another power, get a get a big guy in there who can kind of stretch the floor, take it down in the post, and do what he need to do. You know, take some of the pressure off Nurkic where he isn't the primary guy because I don't think he's able to be that particular guy um and maybe you maybe it could work for the best for that team um let's see who else i want to ramble about orlando orlando uh get y'all act together man <laughs> uh dallas yeah get y'all act together brooklyn y'all y'all on the up and up man i, I like what y'all doing y'all don't have a first round pick but y'all got money so y'all could go get y'all free agent. You know, maybe y'all need to sign Jay Z over as an ambassador of the team, like uh, Toronto got with Drake. Oh, take the ambassador of Toronto, of the Raptors, off of Drake. You know, because he be talking crazy to these players, and he 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 the reason. He the reason Toronto lost that series. It's his fault. It ain't nobody else's fault. It's his fault. Um, what else? What else? I think that's it, man. I think I'm done. I'm done rambling, man. But y'all already know what it's been. It's been another episode of Got 'Em Coach. Um, what am I title this? Uh, I think I'm gonna call this Sobranto or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because right now the Celtics are owning LeBron James in the cast. <laughs> I like that Sobranto. But um, yeah, uh, this has been another episode, man. I'm your host Tyrone Smith, man. And I'm up out of here, man. I holla at y'all. When I holla at y'all, I was gonna say next week, but it probably wouldn't be true. But I holla at y'all when I holla at y'all. Make sure y'all check out the exclusive breakdown. Um, that that episode will be coming out uh, probably. I want to say if I'm recording Wednesday, it'll probably come out that Thursday because you know I gotta edit it, and then Patreons gonna get 24 hour early access to it. So uh, probably that Thursday for everybody else who ain't supporting the brand. If you ain't supporting the brand, shame on you. Oh. Online merch store is coming soon. I got some more designs and I'm about to put out there for you guys, man. I got the Welcome to Four Point Island, my favorite shirt. One of my favorite shirts, and I got my NBA Jam inspired shirts. We got the Slow Grind, we got the Quiet Hustle, you know, you know, sayings that I say on this show all the time, and you know, shooting the blood off the ball. You know what I'm saying? More designs coming soon, so y'all be on the lookout for that. Um, and that's it. Oh. If you ain't became a patron, make sure y'all go do that. Patreon.com slash exclusive breakdown. You get exclusive perks and bonus content offer nowhere else. Like you'll be able to see me actually recording this show. 
not editing and, and all that because that's boring and i'm pretty sure y'all are gonna want to see that but you at least get to see me talking on the show and you know kind of going through my motions and everything like that and look i actually did the show via ipad today look i have my ipad on i did the show via ipad ain't that dope so um yeah man I'm Tyrone Smith, man. I'm, I'm out of here for real, man, because I'm rambling again. But I, I holler at y'all when I holler at y'all, man. Peace. Got the heat. heat. Thanks for the support. It's greatly appreciated. Tune in next week for another episode.